set a course for your life? Do you do that every day? Knowing what you want is intention. Knowing how to get there is a study in conscious action. This is a show about living consciously. It is about our choices, our hopes, our dreams, our work, our loves, our vision, and the practice of healing and becoming. Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. Hello, I am Sheila Marie, also known as Keecha. And hi, this is Anana Moon. Welcome. Welcome. So today is, um, we're recording on voting day. And um, yes, there's been an awakening. You've had an awakening? There's been an awakening. I think there's been an awakening since um, about November 2016. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. November 9th, 2016. (laughs) Um, there, There probably has been actually... Um, and that's what um, this episode is about today is um, what do we do after an awakening? But we're actually not talking necessarily about voting, <laughs> voting but in per se. However, wasn't there indeed an awakening and maybe there's... several awakenings? Exactly. The Me Too movement has been an awakening or a revelation for many people. Um, Most of us are familiar just with our own personal awakenings and realizations. Um, So if you'll stop a moment and think about, you know, what has happened for you maybe in the last year, two years, and I'm talking all, you know, years and years ago, um, there's so many, um, you know, the phrase, what do you do after enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. What do you do before enlightenment? Chop wood, carry water. And what do you do after enlightenment? Chop wood, carry water. And um, there, are, there are all kinds of things for people. So I'm talking about the awakenings, the realizations, the aha moments. Perhaps you went to a workshop that shifted you into a realization of some kind to make changes in your life, to become healthier, to become happier, um, to release old ways of being or habits. Um, You may have had a reading from someone or a channeling from someone that you took home with you and thoughts that you couldn't let go of. Those are what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, or or heard a speaker that made you think, think, you know, um, and then re- and then you want to start researching and you start going, okay, yes, I am going to meditate every day, <laughs> and and then I'm going to meditate, then I'm going to do yoga, and then I'm going to grab the cards, and you're all set to go, and then tomorrow comes and you're like, oh, I just. Oh. It's news. news. Isn't this New Year's Day? And I said I'd go and work out, but no, I'm not. And I said I'd meditate, but well, maybe later. Okay, then again, maybe later on, and later after that. um, There, you may have read a book that made you really want to change, or you set up a new program for just for yourself. Maybe you thought that's it. I'm really gonna make. I'm going to lose the weight or get stronger, healthier, and then it kind of peters out. And then and the reason I brought up the, the voting, obviously, other than today, yes. because it's today, is, yeah, that there was a lot of, okay, you know what? I don't like the way, the way, the way things were going back then. Mm-hmm. Let me make a change. Let me start 
reading more about my the bills, the the propositions. Let me start getting more active with um, people and being um, political. But I've also noticed that with the political, a lot of spirituality has come, and we had shows about that because so. it's touching people personally, and just being a just being a person on the earth, living every day, is a spiritual practice. There is ritual to your life. Getting up in the morning, how you get up. You know, do you drink some water first? Do you run to the restroom <laughs> first? Do you brush your teeth, shower? Those are considered rituals. There's something of a, and if you want to get right down to it, even those things can become part of your sacred practice. Yeah. So you can say you've already started something. You're already in the process of doing something as you awake in your day you are coming into your rituals of caring for yourself, caring for your family, your pets. And, um, and so you can say then if I, you're adding something new, all you're doing is adding something new that will make your life better and make it easier. But we have such resistance to change. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's a it's... big part of the problem. It's the fear of, <clears throat> excuse me, the fear of change, the the fear of um, maybe I won't be able to do it. Maybe I'm, I'm not going to be able to comp- accomplish my new goal. True. So you don't so want to fail. Yeah. So I don't. I, I won't even do it. Let me just. Uh, uh, don't I have to? Don't I have <laughs> to take the, out the trash? Yeah, yeah that's like it. <laughs> oh, those are my favorites. I get more housework done when I have a project <laughs> that I have to do. It's like. The dishes are sitting there. Oh my oh, gosh! Yes, sort cat laundry, <laughs> <laughs> dusting. Yeah, that's that's more important than sitting down and writing this thing or reading this thing. <laughs> exactly, and then and then once you get into it, then it's like you're so immersed in it. And okay, all right, mm-hmm. so I can make a mistake. So I can, um, I can make myself laugh at what I'm writing. <laughs> that's my favorite when you're writing and you're like. Well, you know, I don't know if anybody else is going to think it's funny, but I sure do. But I sure do. You know, like I am. Well, good. That's better to be your own best audience. Well, usually I hear I'm my own worst critic. So, so to be your own best audience is wonderful. Um, this is reminding me of this. There's a um, Hindu tale of um, Kumbhakarna, the sleeping giant. Ooh. And he's just, you know, in his big body, laying on his side in his big bed. And the goddess Shakti Mm. comes. She's little. She's (laughs) a little goddess Shakti comes and she pours milk or the nectar of knowledge in his ear. And she pours it in, which makes him shake his head because now something is pouring into his ear and he sits up and he's wide awake and he's looking around and he's going, God, there are things going on. I'd better do things. I shouldn't be laying here sleeping. And he kind of yawns and stretches and he goes, but I can do that later. So now I'm just going to lay back down and go back to sleep. (sighs) There we go. And then Shakti comes back and pours more nectar in his ear to wake him up and get him going and he immediately wakes up again because what's that cold stuff in my <laughs> ear? And Or I hear a buzzing in my head. What's going on? And he sits up again and he looks around and maybe he even does one or two things. But then eventually he's like, 
well, that's probably enough or <laughs> it really wasn't that important that I do this anyway. Some other time will work and he goes back to sleep again. So it's it's that that we have a s- pure spiritual being, we have pure spiritual information coming and we're the sleeping giants who uh-huh. keep going tomorrow after all tomorrow is another day and so and so it's it's this feeling that that you could do it another time or we're not doing what it's taking to be motivated to make the changes we know would be good for us and doesn't that even sound annoying when you hear something is good for you this child in you goes no I don't want to good for me no play let's go play let's go do something else um i've actually had friends who um i lose i don't know if i've brought this up before that i've lost contact with over the years Mm. and then we'll reconnect and it'll be like we just talked yesterday and and um they said well it's it's good for me to talk to you but um i know that (laughs) so I'm avoiding it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. What's in that ego boost? You thank you. They're but saying this to you. Yeah, but they no, did. They literally said that to right. me. It's like, because I, you know, we talk about things and we get into the aha moments when we're talking mm. like, oh yes, I will go do that. Let me go do that. Yes. And then we don't talk. And then it's like, I call back and they're busy or they just don't answer. And it's, it, it, yeah, I guess it's like, I guess she's going to ask me if I've, taken that class I was going to take and I didn't. People get into a space of guilt and if if you made a plan with someone or you're you're in some way looking at someone as being your motivator or and you something in maybe you didn't even say it consciously but you think every time I see this person I should have been further along exactly. in what my plan was um, we feel guilty and then we get very upset with the other person sometimes. <laughs> we have, what is that word? How dare you remind me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, crap, I didn't do and it. And they're not. They're not. My, my goal, certainly, in the work that I do is not that I'm there to make you feel miserable. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I, I am the... I am least fond of guilt as anything that helps you move forward it doesn't it can't it's not an emotion it isn't a motivator of any kind it just makes you feel bad it hides other more productive and helpful ways of thinking and action and feeling your own true feelings if you leave it behind guilt so it's always a good thing to say well let me oh gosh I feel really bad right now let me just remove the guilt and just be okay with where I am right here, right now. Even as just acknowledging, okay. Yes. You know, all right, I'll get to it. I'm getting to it. I'm thinking about it. So one of the, or a couple of the things I wanted to ask, were there, were there things, if you think of an aha moment, if you think of a realization or something you learned a while back and you feel like you still want to make inroads into a change for yourself I think you want to ask, um, were there things about the change that you didn't understand? Did the transformation go through thought, but then did it go into action? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, well, yeah, I mean, uh, 
We were just talking about one of my favorite speakers, right? Yes. Kyle Cease. Kyle Cease. And uh, yeah, a few years ago, I was uh, really had a lot of anxiety. I was not happy at my job. My the, I call it the straight job because in the you know in the creative world we have to take those those jobs yeah you know, to pay the oh, rent your everyday job your versus everyday. your creative exactly existence yeah. even though you know i felt like there was some creativity there but um oh, sure. yeah. yeah but it was getting a little too i was anxious I, I couldn't sleep i wasn't sleeping it was long jobs you know my body was hurting um but you know i had to get that job i had to keep that job and uh and uh, and i listened to his uh one of his videos and and I went, all right, you know what? He has a point. And it, I felt I had a permission. I had the aha moment. I had permission to change. Let me change. Okay. And you then, had permission? You gave yourself? I gave my, gave I felt like permission. I had the the permission from the universe. So I gave myself permission. Powerful. Yeah. And so, yeah, I quit. <laughs> I just, I, I, you know, a lot of people are like, that's not the wisest thing to do. You had no other gig on the horizon, but it was like, you know what? I got to do it. I was nervous as all heck calling the boss and saying, thank you so much. It was like, such a great opportunity. I had a great time. And they said, sounds like you're going to quit. And I'm like, I think our time together is over. <laughs> <laughs> but they, you know, they said, you can always come back. Great. What, you know, and that was really nice. But um, that's very nice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then, it, and then I was like, oh my god and then like two other events happen like in in succession the next two days that changed have changed Mm -hmm. my life and brought me where i am today goodness do you feel that um something so one door you closed one door did and and another door opened um were there did you notice that there were a lot of synchronicities around that? Because I would say, I would bet that several synchronicities happened leading you up to leaving your position. Um, one thing I might say, while it might not be true for everyone, it depends on where you are in your process and are you ready to let go of a job? Even if there's not another job present, yeah. are you ready to do that? One way you might know is the reaction of the people if they are saying, well, oh, we would love you back. That's a good time to go. Yeah. You are, you're, you're still really, it sounds to me like you were still really working and you were really present in the work. And while it was tiring um, and it wasn't everything you wanted to do, you were still motivated in that. So you were in some kind of a flow, which you now could shift you can unplug from that job and shift to another exactly yeah and and um the one thing i i think i have is um integrity in my job yes um and um and shout out i my one of my first bosses was paul bales Mm -hmm. and so i feel like he's he's he taught me that in my first job at universal studios hollywood years ago so i always wanted i mean he's he was such a great boss and fun and creative and it just made me want to work harder and then so i always felt you know and and just personal integrity so integrity i bring that and also and knew how to work yeah yes that you know you have to work for for going anywhere you go in your life that's beautiful um when you made the shift 
Were there things you weren't sure about, though? Oh, totally. Money. Money. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, um, I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust. But did you know, but but did you have the thought, well, of course I can make money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's it's it's Mm going to it it always works out. Um, Yes, that's a good thought. It always works out. Um, Whatever I put into this position, I can put into another position. Um, So it's investing. Um, you had a vision for what you wanted to do next. Well, yeah. you already had a vision because one job was helping you survive in the world, but the other position you're looking for, a series of positions for what you really wanted to do, fueled your soul. And not only was it uh, the work aspect, it was personal. Um, like I was away so much, I wasn't connected to my daughter anymore. Mm. literally like we weren't connecting at all and because I was working 20 hours a day I'd be gone like four or five days sometimes 10 days Mm. in a row she had a she had her routine and you had yours and they weren't meeting they weren't so I had to when I let it go we've gotten obviously a lot closer very much closer now and um that's a very powerful thing to say, especially for for parents or anyone who has a responsibility with another, you know, human being with a partner too. There is work to having a relationship. So while you're working toward your dreams and your goals, you still have to keep <laughs> you have to keep the other plates spinning. So that's to, a good way of putting. And sometimes it felt like that, like all these plates spinning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. One of them is going to break. Yeah, when you're trying to play catch up all yeah. the time, um, but that becomes part of it, and also part of what your the, the intentions you're setting in your dream um, and your visions for what you want to do are. I have to fit in everything that's in my life. Um, oh yeah, and um, I I'm I'm often talking with people about where their passion is when people come in and they're like, I don't want to do this job anymore, and but I have to. I'm stuck here. And that just breaks my heart. That it is makes heartbreaking. Sense, but yeah. It is heartbreaking. And I'm not telling everyone to run out and quit their jobs. No. But but in the action I mean one of one of the things you do have to do is set up a series of action plans after um, an awakening. Just a few. Just to, it can start with baby steps. Some people see the big dream, you know. I'm winning the Pulitzer Prize. And they go, oh, my God, I have to write a book. And then I'm going to have to give it to an agent. And then the agent's going to take it somewhere. And, oh, my God, I'm going to have to. I'm just going to go back to bed <laughs> now. Like I'm just, and Kumbakarna sounds like a good story of napping to me. <laughs> but, but see, the, what I've seen um, repeatedly, and I didn't want this to happen, um, when people are like, I, I'm not happy with my job, not happy with my relationship, I'm not happy, blah, 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 in something. And you keep saying it, but I want to change, but I can't, you know, I, I'm not going to, not quite, yeah. quite yet. The universe has a way of going, all right, you hate this job, you're fired. And you get fired. And then you're like, right. oh, but I wanted it on my own terms. Yeah, but you said it for so long, you had the time to do it on your Very own terms. often there will be subtle sabotage, too. You will do something and you weren't expecting that <laughs> a thing would happen, but it's part of the energy field around you that has shifted to I have to find some way out of this so that I can take my next steps so you can even watch for that spiritually it's 
it would be better if you were conscious that ergo the story of Kumbhakarna would be if you're conscious of making that next step of, of I'm you know I'm going to shift this to this but sometimes things just line up and you've been part of it and then other people are part of it the place you work may be part of it maybe the whole company is going to close down I've heard actually I actually heard that one quite a bit it's like oh I didn't want to be in that job and now I've got two months so I'd better do something it gets your butt in gear it doesn't matter. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's just fine. So you're hearing all kinds of things. It's like, oh, my goodness, my certification went through for something else, and the job is ending, and um, my child is going to this place, and it'll make my schedule easier. Everything is lining up. Some people still don't do the thing or shift the thing, but many people do. Um, I'm probably more concerned about the people who are still not shifting, but the people that do, it's you. I'm what I'm saying is you have to recognize that the universe is you are right. The universe is offering it to yeah. you. Yeah. So I quit my job. Okay. Um, and uh, my friend Michael Lopez had um, started meditating a lot. And so he uh, said, hey, because I said, yeah, I should meditate because there was a couple other issues I needed to take care of as well. And uh, he was listening to um, an app. And so um, they happened to have free 30-day meditation. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Like, wow, all right, everything's falling into place. So I did some meditation um, and then I started, uh, I call it voice journaling. I would mm-hmm. just like, you know, just talk it through. And then, um, yeah, and then things started, you know, moving on, getting better. It made sense to you. Yeah. There were some really horrible days in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, some days they're like, I want to die. And thanks to Deepak Chopra and Oprah, I've had a lot of people come in and say, I said I wanted a meditation practice and you told me about (laughs) one. And then this one came in and it will be it'll be on the right topic for the month of what they're that was that whole month. And yeah. Yeah. And it's oh, is that the one? That was the one. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, again, the universe is just ready to help. That's and and part of. Um, my reason for believing in working with um, discovering opportunities to work with your spirit guides consciously is that that is something that it's like a snowball, a beautiful snowball that rolls the more you go forward. Um, It's, it has come to a point now I'll ask, I always ask the universe, I say, is this the right way? Um, and now I've changed that to just tell me, is this is this a good idea? Or is this the right way? And then the universe just comes back very quickly now to show you, oh, yes, this is great. Look at, look at these six openings for this. And look how you're already ready for this. Um, if you put that level of consciousness into your spiritual work and it naturally comes when you meditate by the way you naturally align with you, the universe and the spirit world your guides and that could everything. be the monkey monkey mind that i call it 
that will keep you from aligning. Yeah. Yes, because the monkey mind is looking at everything else. Yeah. <laughs> it's chattering and going, going. I guess I'll inspect my navel rather than looking, <laughs> looking up and looking out. That's yeah. the that's the only problem with the monkey mind. The I, you know I would want to say the monkey mind helps you play. It does. And yeah, that's fine. But the but being able to look up and out and receive the synchronicity and what what in the universe is helping you, that's what you want to learn to listen to more and align yourself with more. There is more out there. I'm encouraging that. That reminds me of one of the tarot cards that we were that uh, kept coming up for me recently. What was that? Is it the seven or the nine of swords where he's in bed and his face is down? Yeah. And you said, yes. well, if he just looks up. <laughs> yes, he's got nine swords hanging over his head, but swords are thought. So he's got all these thoughts going on, swimming through his head. It's the it's the can't you're walking the floor at night card can't sleep because a thousand worries are going on and if the person the person sitting in bed with their quilt up and their hands are over their eye are covering their eyes and if they remove their hands and look down at the quilt well what what the symbolism is is that the quilt is the pattern of your life or it also can be a mandala Oh. Um, quilts are made in patterns. They can be studied. You can study them when you meditate, too. Ooh. And it's not about just the pattern. It's about the creativity of your mind, the functioning of your mind. So the person can remove their hands, quit worrying about all the worries and the swords, and look down at the pattern of their lives. Um, some say it's the astrology of their oh. lives in front of them. And then look at that going forward, that they'll now be on their road. They'll now be on their path. So it's literally and in front of your face. It's right there in front of your face. Trust. Trust, yeah. yeah that goes, that's also hand in hand with um, the person in the boat who's, <laughs> well, the person not in the boat, the person on top of the house who's <laughs> drowning and saying, Lord, save me. And a, someone in a boat comes by and they say, jump in and I'll save you from the flood. And the person says, no, I want God to save me, not you, go away. <laughs> and then he says, Lord, I know you'll save me. Do something to save me. And then a helicopter comes over and someone yells, the floodwaters are rising come on, take this rope, we'll pull you up. No, I want God to save me. And, <laughs> and so it's like, well, of course, the Lord is sending the <laughs> helicopter in the boat, but <laughs> they're, they're looking somewhere else. They're looking down at their hands. <laughs> Woe is me. And so, so you want to step back. I believe firmly that if, let's go, let's go with, work and a job new job if you are now away from your work and yes you do have to do you now have to hustle as my father would say to find um yeah. the next work you either want to do follow your dream or um, find some other kind of work you now have time to to meditate Oh. Be more conscious of the world around you. It is mindfulness to go walking, look at your neighborhood, look at your tree, look at the trees, look at the flowers, um, be with yourself, 
look at the aspects of your health to just become more fully conscious. And you can say to the universe, I am making a plan now for my life going forward. Help me to be more conscious or I will make a commitment to look alive and look more consciously. Look alive. Yes. <laughs> and, and then your world really starts to change. It does. It really does. And there's so, um, the, the hustling um, as a creative being, actor, mm -hmm. producer, whatever, singer, mm -hmm. dancer, we hustle. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you're hustling, um, you come upon a, a gig that uh, you didn't know that you liked. I mean, that's that was what the past job was. It's like, this is a job I, I didn't no think idea. I'd like. And I did. I had a great time. I met some great people. Yes. Um, and I learned. And I think that also helped me with the producing. Yes, very much so. Sometimes people are offered, you know, the, I've, I've had several people, too, who are offered a job. And it's like, well, I just got out of one job I don't like. And now I've been offered another kind of a, a job similar, and I don't like that. So there are a couple of things that can happen when you're offered a new job that I've noticed. Um, and some, and a person will say, or several people will say, well, that's not what I wanted. One is that the next job, be careful, look at that job and say, yes, it's similar to my last job, but could I do something different? And will this offer me, is this a stepping stone to the next thing that I want? And you may have to be patient um, because the second thing is that uh, the universe, um, the universe could be saying to you, you have all the sanskaras, meaning the habits or the patterns for doing just the kind of work you were doing. But if you want to do something else, that must be developed and you need to look at it. You know, are you the kind of person that can take a leap into something totally brand new and just get the ball rolling and make yourself kind of evolve very quickly for something new? Or are you someone who needs to ease in? Maybe there are classes you need to take. Maybe the new position will have something that they offer that helps you with training to do the next thing you wanted to do. Um, that, can be, that can be really worthwhile. But then again, you are certainly welcome to say to the universe. You can be grateful and say, thank you, thank you, thank you for the opportunity. You are showing me that I will work again. <laughs> but you can say, but I don't want this same kind of thing. So let's, let's shift my vision. What the universe is saying when they offer you the exact same thing you had before happens in relationships too. Oh, yeah. You'll get the same kind of person that you dated before in a relationship. You have to you might that might seem appealing or it might not seem appealing and what you're finding at with the mirror with the universe being your mirror that oh i don't want this same thing mm -hmm. um show me something else i want more of you need to fine tune your intentions and your vision let me have more of this. Let me have someone who's more kind. Let me have someone who actually loves their work so I can also see what this yes. is like to love your work. 
can I, or if the job is the same, well, yes, I like working with numbers, but not in that same way. Can I get into an accounting field rather than just crunching some numbers, you know, and um, there are different, there are so many different kinds of things. Gee, I always work for the same kind of boss and they're so abusive. That happens quite a bit for people. Well, what in you is making that bounce right back at you. The universe is simply mirroring. They're not saying you have to take that job. You don't have to be harried, frenzied, in pain, um, and so forth. It's not That's not the universe's intention. It's that you are being offered it because it's, an, it's a like energy. Like attracts like. Exactly. And so when you are working to shift that, then you will be offered different things. And I, I believe like uh, being in a relationship with the same type of person or finding that same boss again and again. Ah, yeah, um, yeah. I think we unconsciously do it because it's we know how it's going to end. It's comfortable. It's like, oh, okay. And, you know, unconsciously you're like, I'm going to meet this person. We're going to hit it off. Then they're going to break my heart doing it this way and that way. And I know how that ends. So. You know, in work, in work, or, or in or li- in a, in a relationship, yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, I know this story. I know how this story works. Well, seeing that the universe, <laughs> the universe, or consciousness, or the source, or spirit, if you call spirit that, um, is not evil, it doesn't see a good or a bad to this, and mm. maybe you don't either. You have to check in deep down again if you're having an awakening that your habits and your patterns are causing the same things to happen in your life, then you have to look at it and say, well, maybe I haven't really minded then being in this place. Like you said, maybe I have been comfortable in this place. But if you're not comfortable anymore, so that's fine. Then take take the, the new job that's similar with people that are similar and that's just fine. There's no punishment. <laughs> You're just like, yay, I just have some new faces. Yeah. And it feels like some things are different. And maybe I can start new in that. Yeah. And yes, and yes, you will. Of course you will. If the universe is telling you that it is that here's this same kind of job with these same kinds of people, and it's maybe your fifth or sixth time you know, running into it. And I'm not saying that's the exact number, but at some point you go, I've seen this before and I'm tired of it. The awakening is actually out of, oh, gosh, here's the same thing. Uh, No, universe, no, I do not want the exact same job. Then you will decide to change that. And... um, Often when we sur- we're then at a place of surrender, and so that's one of the solution points that can help move an awakening forward. You are willing to surrender and not struggle so much, and you'll say, so let's see where the world takes me or the universe or my spirit takes me um, or your higher self. These are all words for the consciousness that will take you forward into something new and you will just trust it and you will go along but you will want to make decisions along the way 
just know it's it's not going to be a thing where you're dragged along or, well, life is leading me. Um, you will be the one making decisions and you will lead your life. And the universe wants to know that that's going on, but they will sh- it, it will show you opportunities. And that's one of the beautiful things in receiving an awakening and then going for what to do with it once you have it and you can go forward with it. And very, I, I think it's um, always very courageously beautiful when you're like, all right, this is it. I had my aha moment. Let's, let's take that step forward. So we have some solutions. Yeah, wonderful. Well, one of the things um, I think we've already been mentioning is that um you might want to study the awakening when a lot of there are a lot of people who who do a practice a meditation practice or mindfulness practice would say all right i've received a little basket a gift basket of ideas or opportunities or things i now know about myself so let me really understand what's going on here so a little research might be required you might um, be studying with with someone spiritually. Um, you might be meditating very consciously, maybe making, and, and again, meditating consciously is just sitting and being. It's yeah. after the fact that you might want to write down some of the things that came up for you. Or record. You mm-hmm. can always do it on your, you know, everybody has a phone Don't pretty see, much. Yeah. You know, that's a more modern solution right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can just speak like, it. Note to self, don't beat myself up every day. It just <laughs> This feels so much better loving myself than beating myself up. And that could be go. your alarm. <laughs> yeah, <Yep>. that's aha. <laughs> There's my aha moment. And, so, and maybe there are things to look up. Maybe you went to a workshop and there's more to look up and practice and study. So you step into and you fit into that next level of consciousness. I was going to say, what about um, a buddy system? That's beautiful. That's wonderful. Having someone that you work with. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a practiced mentor. Mm-hmm. It can be sharing with someone. Yeah. I had my, uh, my, my, so I'm, I'm very blessed. I have a very great support system, including you. Oh. And I would call in and check in with Annie and Michael yes. and Randy and like, yes. I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> I did my meditation. I made it. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes just opening your eyes. Do you eyes have a particular is, thing right now that you're working on? What am you? I working on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you don't have to share it. That's um, all right. <laughs> just, um, yeah, like I said, you know, in February, life uh, life kind of uh, threw a curveball. And so uh, my daughter and I are kind of like working on mm-hmm. a new life-ish mm-hmm. <laughs> a little shift, a little shift. So we're, we're, have, we're doing you, good. Um, several years ago, I found out that there were things happening. Well, this has happened throughout my life. There are things that would happen with my family. Um, and, and I would think, well, how does that apply to me? I'm talking about some distant family. But if it's in your family... It probably is affecting you, and it's there for a reason. Yeah. And had I not had my meditation practice, I'm not sure how I would have handled it because I could see the thread of connection. Oh. And 
and it was about patterns and it was about regrets, but other people's, but how it affected me and perhaps how I was raised with certain ways of thinking that I did not understand, that I had been asking to understand. And it came through other family members, but I had to see it. <laughs> we never. It's, That's consciousness, too. Yeah, I'm not patting myself on the back. It took a while for me to want to own, um, well, I didn't have a choice in this, or yeah. I didn't understand how could this person keep this way of thinking going, or a, you might even want to say a lie going, um, but they were lying to themselves. It's, it's, it's nothing legal I'm talking about. It's just lying to themselves all through my upbringing and not realizing there were unsaid and unspoken things underground, underneath, that you have to shed light on and heal from and accept and acknowledge mm. and forgive and uh, there, okay in the middle there there was a lot of angry oh, yeah. frustrating pillow throwing but not at anyone just well that's just, working on your stuff or at someone but yeah. <laughs> it can be that but um but the carrying on and carrying forward with consciousness was where there was gratitude and okay this <laughs> the yeah. sadder and wiser person but then the sadness goes the grieving finishes and you're new there's something new in your being oh yeah so it's it's extraordinary and you don't know where it's like you said from a distant relative they had no idea you don't know when where that change is gonna... no they were taking care of themselves in the most see how karma works see how yeah. karma works long term they were ta taking care of themselves in the moment and it affected a whole generation see yeah. and then that generation affected the next generation. the next generation and there are books whole books on multi-generational dysfunction or issues that come up that you and you don't know why you're operating the way you're operating until you finally have an aha moment i was gonna say there's your aha moment your and awakening. there's your research yep yeah yeah and the universe will do that when you're ready when you say there must be something i don't know or some things i'm not missing show those to me please and when it works its way and the timing is right it reveals itself and I now probably trust the universe in ways I never thought I would. And that's what I'm saying. Suddenly, the universe would suddenly, it's suddenly, it seems many years later. Um, overnight seems success. To bring you, yeah, overnight success, right. No. But, but now it does bring me information more quickly and clearly because I'm now that much more open to it. Um, and, I, and I'm certainly not the only one. There are plenty of people. It's, there's a return quickly to yeah. your intentions and your growth. And I love that feeling, the aha moment for mm -hmm. the reveal. <laughs> mm -hmm. <I'm> just, <laughs> An aha moment for the reveal. Like, oh, that's <laughs> it. There's the answer I was asking for. I love a couple of the other things um, that I've kind of looked at and looked around. I did my research um, when we've had an aha mo moment, notice when practicing 
um, when you practice that kind of awareness, the tasks in your lives become lighter. Um, When we are able to be in the moment, we no longer watch the clock. When we're bored, dissatisfied, yes, and you're more conscious. If you put more consciousness to what you're doing and you won't become more bored, there, there will be movement and there will be creativity. You'll be right there thinking about what's going on, going, I can do things differently here and maybe make a, make these things, make these tasks move differently. So there will be tasks that we can do to make things move more quickly if you've gotten into a routine that is, that's kind of been slow or you use someone else's routine and now you're really conscious. You can go, oh, wait, I could take out these six steps and... Um, and then put in one or two that I might enjoy in a in a and 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 move our my work along better. Um, and then mainly for me, the the biggest one is knowing that you can break things down. That if you have a huge, and most people do know this, I feel, but a reminder is is permission. right is is realizing that uh, you can break down your action steps. Just breathe. And say, no, there isn't too much right now. I'll just do these three and take the time to do them, whatever that is. And then I'll move on to the next. And then you're building. To me, that is building a sacred life and a sacred trust with yourself. There is an interesting thing that can happen is you, if you make too many promises to yourself, you can burn yourself out. Oh, totally. Yeah. And then as the, the Virgo and somewhat OCD, you know, I have to do it. I have to do it. And so to hear you say you could break it down, my therapist had said, have compassion for yourself. Yes, very much so. So that was my, my permission of, yeah, I can, have, I can have compassion for myself. All of those things, if you're meditating and you don't know what to do in your meditation, build more love for yourself. You can just think the word, I, you can think the phrase, I have compassion for myself. I have love for myself. Even though I'm in pain, this road is teaching me so much that I'm willing to continue forward on it. And you'll see how your light grows. And I may be talking in some terms about a spiritual light, but what that spiritual light is, is your love for yourself, your uh, protection of yourself, your understanding of yourself. And it's not hiding, it's not deceiving yourself, but saying I am worthy of love and worthy of better than how I've been treated or how I've been treating myself even. Which is let me take a fine. Let me take time to find out what more I can do. That's, and that's respecting yourself, which yes. is love for yourself. Mm-hmm. And compassion. Yes, very much so. So we have some beautiful cards. These are Doreen Virtue's Archangel Michael cards. They're one of my first set of angel cards. All angel cards are beautiful in times when you want a little healing or a little nurturing um, to know that there is goodness out there in the world because they're not just words. They've come, they've been born out of action, born out of growth. 
your own growth, other people's growth. And when you shuffle them and then you cut the cards, do we do the I'm handing to? them to Sheila to just go ahead and open the cards. And which do you want to choose? That one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Believe and trust. My prayer before going to sleep tonight say, Archangel Michael, please enter my dreams and replace fear with faith and trust. Let me be filled with strength, courage, and confidence. Uh, beautiful. Well, perfect. So <laughs> that sounds like Archangel Michael was here during, <laughs> is indeed here during this conversation, because that's one of the things I also hadn't really talked about was trust is in this card. It's there when we've when we've gone through a lot, when we've gone through a lot of pain, um, say you lost your job and it doesn't feel like you were the one that got to say I'm leaving, haha. Um, and or your if it's not work, if it's a relationship ending and you just feel raw and ragged, um, you do need to get your belief and your trust back. Um, so your meditation practice, you will work around trust. It will keep coming back to you. Well, how were you part of this relationship too? And what can you trust and what can't you trust? Um, stick to sticking to or working with the most positive aspects because when we meditate, some. I will tell you absolutely, sometimes when you meditate, it feels like you spiral down and get more negative. Yeah. That can happen. Um, that's a working meditation. That's like an therapy. actively working, difficult meditation. Mm -hmm. And you have to come out of it because there's nobody but you there, it feels like. Spirit is there and they may be whispering to you, but when you're spiraling down, that's your own mind and your own thoughts. So mm -hmm. you want to believe in what the reality is. So belief and trust works in that way. So the reality was you were in such a negative place. Look what came out of your head. And now choose some words that are just love. It's mm. like in a storm holding on to a life vest or grabbing onto the lifeboat of, okay, at least there's love. There's love out in the world. I have been loved. I know what it means to be love. I am still that, and I will just hold in that place. And that will be a truth. Any of the universal truths, their loving kindness, mm. um, the, the, the power of transformation. Use some of the archetypal messages that are meaningful to you, or grab a book that's meaningful, but take yourself back to a positive place. But truth, what, but asking yourself what is the truth and what can I trust are two of the things you can do that will help you. Mm. And that's appearing in Archangel Michael's uh, card. Thank you. Thank you, Archangel yes. Michael. And thank you, Anana. Um, Anana, you have a workshop coming up about this, don't you? As a matter of fact... <laughs> There are a couple of things I want to share. One is that um, there is a workshop coming up this Friday, June 8th, 
that 2018? June. Yes. <laughs> yes. Am I, am I saying the right date? I've been writing dates so much. I'm afraid to say a date. It is. It so is. it's this Friday, June 8th at Golden Soul in Los Feliz or in Los Angeles um, on, on um, connecting to your spirit guides. And this is not us channel. This is not Francine Ong and I channeling this time, but teaching you tips and going through methods of connecting with your spirit guides. But the one that you're talking about is a workshop coming up on June 22nd at Indigo Alliance in Pasadena. It's called Turning Spiritual Insights into Action Workshop. So that's dealing with the very thing we've talked about today, your awakenings, maybe old awakenings, maybe messages you received, maybe workshops you laid aside but you'd like to pick up again, and how to look at them. And I want to spend time with you um, actually moving what you've received into an action plan or into a space where you're closer and more conscious of what you had planned to do. I just had to make it new for you. I just had a vision of you like extending your hand and like, come on. Come on. Taking taking <laughs> you over the threshold. You got it. You got it. Like when, when a toddler learns how to walk, when a baby starts to walk. Come on. I'm having a vision of people being able to share too oh. and say, this is where I stopped or this is where I got stuck. Or maybe you have an idea yeah. about it. You never know um, who's in the room with you. Because sharing keep gets you out of isolation so i'm i think it's it will be informative and fun i may have to check no guilt out. no guilt no guilt no guilt it's gonna be a love fest it is yes <laughs> yes, yes and finally on july 3rd in lilydale assembly new york that's um near buffalo new york um it's a beautiful community of mediums and healers um, I will be teaching a class called Expand Your Intuitive and Mediumship Abilities with the Chakra System. And I hope you can come. It's not just about my workshop, but Lily Dale is, has a summer program, um, many mediums there to read for you, but many kinds of workshops and rituals and wonderful opportunities for growth and aha moments. Mm-hmm. Um, the director of Lily Dale is Lisa Williams. And in two weeks, we will be interviewing Lisa. She is a renowned psychic medium and very well-respected spiritual teacher and mentor. She was my teacher several years ago when I realized I was talking to the dead and wanted to know more about it. She's a lovely, light, conscious, wonderful human being and um, I'm just so excited we're going to get a chance to interview her. So, And I'm um, reading her book right now, and wow. I mean, not just the, the psychic, uh, the mediumship, but the, the aha moments that work for everyone. She's got a lot of aha moments. A lot and of I'm that like, going on. I can totally relate with that. I can totally relate oh with that. <laughs> Number 23, I exactly. can relate with that. Exactly. <laughs> So. so we're looking forward to that. What do you have going on? Um, life. <laughs> life is going on. Life is going on. Um, uh, just putting just it out projects, there in the universe. Projects yeah. are on the rise. Yeah, check out um, badcgisharks.com. Ah. 
our oh. trailer's soon to Wonderful. come out, and we have our first little teaser. What fun. Um, I wanted to thank some people that I've been meaning to, to thank. Um, I wanted to thank Allison Wiener, who helps us in everything electronic, technical, PR. She's awesome. I wanted to thank Paul Preston, our engineer. He can he, he puts up with a lot. <laughs> I wanted to thank um, David Shostak, who um, has been gracious enough to lend me his music um, at the beginning and the ending of our show. Um, so check him out too, David Shostak. And um, I wanted to thank all of you for listening and awakening and joining us in Cruising in the Light and Shadow. And thank you for joining us. This is Nana Moon. I'm Sheila Kichamari, reminding you that love is everywhere. Our lives touch everyone and everything. So please go forth in love. Om Shanti.